Hi friends, I thought I'll start an experiment. As some of you might know, I published The Heretic, which is a blog going back about eight years now, more than a thousand posts, originally intended as a source for entrepreneurs thinking about how do you build better businesses in this crazy exponential world. Uh, it has morphed into much more than that, I think. It's more about you know everything I see, I think about in terms of exponentially accelerating trends and how do you react to it. All the stuff we talk about at the Learning Partnership as well. Now, I publish about twice a week. And again, short form text, highly recommend. If you want to have it in your inbox, subscribe. But here's the thing I want to do for the learning partners. I actually want to talk about each of those posts. So let's get started. On Monday, I posted about uh, something called The Long Tail. And if you remember back in 2004, Chris Anderson, then the editor-in-chief at Wired, published a highly influential uh, post in Wired uh, in Wired Magazine about something he called the long tail. And later he wrote a book about this. And the long tail really describes this idea that in many industries, particularly consumer goods, but really in many, many industries, the industry is made up by a few very large players, um, kind of like the, the top of the, of the funnel. And then there is a massive amount of small uh, niche products and services. And of course, companies like Amazon, and this was the insight uh, Chris touted back in the day, companies like Amazon, arguably eBay, where I used to work uh, way back before, uh, before Amazon was a, was a real thing. Um, these companies were built on the idea that, yes, of course, you sell tight washing powder, which is at the top of that funnel, the giants in the room. But at the same time, you also sell the tens of thousands of other products, which are sold in very small quantities. And the argument Chris made, of course, was around media, for example, where you have a few best-selling books, they sell hundreds of thousands, millions of copies, and then you've got a ton of books which sell one copy, two copies, three copies. And the likes of Amazon made uh, a business out of providing a place for these companies because they suddenly had essentially unlimited shelf space, which wasn't true, isn't true in the real world. Now, here's the thing. I make the argument that and this is, goes back to our hourglass economics model, which we can talk about in a different uh, session. But I make the argument that that shape, which kind of looked like a giraffe, a long neck where you've got the, the best-selling books, for example, and then a very quick, steep slope down to a long, long, long tail, um, that shape has shifted. Because now we're seeing this interesting bulbous middle emerge, a dromedary type of thing where you have this hump of companies which are neither ginormous nor are they only selling very few products, but they have become somewhat of a, a really interesting new breed of companies. And uh, a good example is this, when you look at back at the, the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl, which, by the way, was an awful game. But when you look at the ads, you had ads for companies like Oatly, the, uh, uh, the milk substitute made out of oat. Um, you had companies like Dr. Squash, which is a soap manufacturer, um, advertise on the Super Bowl. Suddenly, companies which used to be tiny, um, for many reasons, these companies now have emerged to become actually relatively large players. A good example, Oatly, for example, needed to raise $200 million um, prior to the Super Bowl, not for the Super Bowl, but to keep up with demand. So here's the thing. We actually see this middle, this hump in the middle, grow and grow. And it points towards an interesting new world where 
if you happen to have a small-ish brand, your small-ish brand might become relatively large. And that's really exciting. So there's a new world now where you have on one hand clearly mass-produced, mass-market, average products for average consumers and average households. And then you've got this really interesting new middle which are specialized products for specialized consumers in special individual households, but they're big enough to actually command quite a bit of market share. And then, of course, you still have the very long, long tail of you know, niche products being sold in homeopathic quantities. Exciting world we're moving into. Wanted to share that with you. Think about where you fit on that curve and how you can benefit from that. Until next time. See you soon. Let me know what you think about this format. Super curious. Just uh, send me an email. All right. See ya. Bye.